Hello and welcome to the Sacred City Life Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean. This podcast is all about helping our people at Sacred City Church follow Jesus in the everyday normal rhythms of life, even though it seems like those normal lives are getting uh, a little more extraordinary as of late because things just keep getting weirder and weirder and weirder. We call that abnormal. Abnormal. There we go. Abnormal. That's the right word. So uh, I got the gentleman with me on the podcast. You guys want to introduce yourself? Yes, Rob Spikestra, pastor of discipleship. Kevin Kenor, pastoral assistant. Alex Tay, Sacred City Youth Director. All right. Today, we are going to be addressing a question from a listener. It was emailed into us. And um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a pretty good topic and a pretty good, uh, maybe could potentially be some lively debate. Um, I think most people... Um, haven't really thought about this. And so I'll just introduce the topic right away. The topic is, um, is it a sin to gamble? So is gambling a sin? Um, And um, I'm just going to tell you, if you go to the Bible and you try to look up gambling, you're not going to find it. It's not in the Bible. Now, there are some folks... I would probably go, okay, cool. Um, there is uh, a term. I don't know what... Rob, maybe you can tell me if you know what language this is. A diaphora. Do you know that language that, that is? That, I mean, it comes from the Greek. That's yeah. the Greek word. Yeah, okay. definitely so. A diaphora. Yeah. And that is things that are neutral. Uh, it was first... Yeah, it's from the Greek because it was the Greek Stoic philosophers who basically first came up with this idea mm-hmm. of things that there are things that are morally bad, there are things that are morally good, and then there are a diaphora, mm-hmm. things that are neutral. And they can become bad based upon maybe your motive mm-hmm. or the ends that you're trying to reach. Um, and possibly those things could be good too based on your motive and the ends that you're trying trying to reach. So many people would say, oh, Gambling is that must just be a diaphora. It must just be in, in the middle there, neutral things. Um, and I, I'm not I'm not so sure about that. And so we're gonna go maybe a little deeper into this topic. First off, I can't. We're we're not going to go. Is gambling a sin? Yes. Or is gambling a sin? No. Mm. Because the practice of gambling is so. Um, it's a huge spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's a huge spectrum, and it's got a lot. It's very complex. It's very complicated. It's got a lot of um, just. I mean, it, the, the the roots go all over the place that you're not that we're probably not very aware of. Yeah. And the more you study it, I'm just going to tell you this: the more you study gambling, I think, the more concerned you will be by the practice. The more. Um, and the more wary you will be to actually gamble. Hmm. Okay, that's that's where I'm just going to tell us that's probably where we're going. Yeah. But let me just jump right to it. I mean, I think if you and your buddies are putting five dollars in to play poker in your garage, um, or you're putting fifteen dollars in, twenty bucks in on your final four bracket, that is um, way different. Let me just say, way different than yeah. the person who um, is, is betting $1,000 at the casino or $5,000 at the casino or playing $100,000 hands of blackjack or whatever. 
Like there is a wide spectrum. Yeah. And so I want to go through and just list all the, the, the ideas of gambling that come to my head before we jump into all this. Yeah. Okay. So we got that kind of, I'll just call it buddy, buddy betting. Fantasy football. Okay. You got fantasy football. <clears throat> you got lotteries yeah. and lotto. And, and with that lotto, you got state run lotto mm-hmm. and like federally run lotto. Powerball. You got Powerball. You got, um, you've got uh, slot machines. Yep. At the so you got stuff at the casino. <clears throat> you've got in Illinois now. Now it's I think it's illegal in Iowa as far as I'm aware. But in Illinois, you've got these little gambling gas stations everywhere now. Yeah. They do slot machines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. What are some other forms of gambling? You guys got anything else you can think of? You can gamble on the fights, um, the, the big sports uh, gambling, sure. Yeah, the big games. I mean, it's races, mm-hmm. horse yep. races, horse dog races, races, dog races. Yeah, horse races. Yep. 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 Um, Chicken <clears throat> fights. Yeah, yeah. My grandpa, <laughs> I mean, like, oh, let's get down to it. Okay. Okay. We're naming all type of random things. You're down in the Rio Grande Valley or something. <laughs> I know. Right down there by Mexico. Hey, oh, yep. Okay. No, I had like my great uncle. Was it was a chicken fighter? <laughs> he fought chickens. We got to we got to bring fights. it all to the table, you know. <laughs> all right. So let me let's start with what's really clear. Yeah. Okay. Remember when we were talking about if something if something is a, a diaphora or neutral, your your motive for using that thing can make it can switch it from neutral to evil and your goal for pursuing that thing can switch it from good to evil. Yeah. Okay. So motives, the Bible speaks very clear about motives, right? It condemns, um, ill gotten gains. Yeah. It can, it condemns, um, um, my brain is not cheating. working right now. Cheating, yeah. yeah. My brain, love of money. The love of money, yep. Um, literally, I can't think of what's the tenth commandment. Oh my goodness, my brain, covetousness. <laughs> I had a c word in my brain. Listen, we recording this on Monday, and I preached yesterday, a couple services, and. It wears me out, and mentally I feel like I'm about 60% yeah, on You Mondays. just give us the first letters, and then we'll fill yeah, it. The C word <laughs> and the Tenth Commandment. That's all yeah. I have. Covetousness, okay? Yeah. And so that means many of us can... Oh, the Proverbs also says that if you, the, the, the wealth that's gained really fast mm-hmm. is lost really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's Proverbs 13. 13.11, that, yeah, 13.11. 13.11 that yeah, says hastily. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... So, so... Motive. Oh, I just want to get rich quick. Okay, that then if you're if you're gambling for that reason, that's a sin. Mm. You should avoid it. Okay. I'm gambling because man, if I win that Powerball, I can buy this house and buy this stuff and buy that stuff. Yeah. Okay, then that's a sin. That's that's covetousness. Um, so we got to think about motives. Why am I doing this thing? Right. Then we got to think about ends. As well, what what's the goal? Yeah, right. What are you what are you wanting to get out of it? What's what's the goal? Mm-hmm. Um. And now we what what, what many people do well. <laughs> if I win the lotto, 
I'm going to give all my relatives this and that and the other yeah. thing. I'm yeah. going to buy the church a building. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Advanced ca- campaign fund. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said advanced campaign fund. <laughs> so just because we maybe have an altruistic mo- motive doesn't mean that that our heart's desiring something that yeah. maybe we're not really aware of, right? <clears throat> so we have, to, we have to be aware of that. Um, so the Bible condemns some things that gambling can contribute to for sure. Yeah. Heart issues that we're talking about, um, you know, covetousness, trying to get rich quick. Um, now, the Bible also speaks... So, Rob, how, how does the Bible speak to... Or what, what, how does the Bible teach that our relationship... This, I'm, I'm wording this terribly, sorry. No. What should our relationship to money be? How does script, what, what does Scripture teach us? There? Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I immediately go all the way back to Genesis 1 where there is this call for us to be fruitful and multiply and to be uh, those who are cultivating the world that we have. And so really, it's just a resource. It should be a yeah. resource in order to... Uh, uh, make much of of the world that God has given us, the raw resources that God has given to us in such a way that we see fruitfulness, we see, uh, uh, in, in a sense, um, godliness being pressed forward. So really, it's just simply, you know, that resource to, to make that happen. Um, so, um, yeah, my relationship should be, yeah. In- okay, so in one sense, money, money is a neutral, yep. right? Money is a sure. neutral. You can use it positively and negatively. What is our relationship to money or, or what, what do we own? Oh, sure. This, yeah, this, yeah, no, this no, we don't. Own, okay. Yeah, we okay. don't. Yeah, that's, that's, that's absolutely. Yeah, there you go. So we don't own that resource. This is everything is God's. He, he does own the, the cattle on the thousand hills, kind of a, you know, the, the, we recognize that phrase. He owns everything. Thus, that puts us in a position of just being a steward uh, to okay. the resource that God has given to us. Gotcha. All right, so we are called to be um, good stewards, yeah. right? Faithful, yeah. Yeah. faithful, faithful yeah. stewards, yeah. right? Which changes our relationship to money, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we realize that this is God's money and we will be judged on how we use this money, mm-hmm. right? And he, he tells us, Scripture tells us very specifically um, how, to, how to use that money, that we are to be faithful with it. We're to be hard workers. We're to multiply it. We are to multiply it, mm-hmm. right? But we're to multiply it through faithful means of sowing and reaping, mm-hmm. right? And it's, uh, you know, it's not, not, we're not supposed to really gain it quickly. It's supposed to be gained little over time through wise stewardship and investing and being prudent and having self-control. So is gambling then is gambling wasting God's money? It's mm. deep. <clears throat> it just seems like almost you, like you're hitting on it is like the heart issues. Like where is your heart in the midst of this? But then also like, are you being a good steward? Um, but when you look at it, like none of the money is our money. I mean, it's, it's all like given to us as a gift to use, as Rob said, um, for the glory of God and, a lot of times we got to make sure that we're using that in a um, caring, godly way, of course. Yeah. I would argue no. 
Um, I don't think it's good stewardship in general. I know I have a book here in front of me that I read when I started seminary initially. And this pastor, Joe Pasagno, he actually goes as far as to call it theft because he says, you take that money to the temple of Lady Luck instead of the temple of the living God. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Ephesians 4.28 says, let the thief, I don't know if that's why he used that word, let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor doing honest work with his mm-hmm. own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. And so there's a sense <clears throat> of going back to that we are to be working with our hands. God is mm-hmm. kind of calling us to make something of ourselves, mm-hmm. if you will, it seems to be the general call, so I'm wondering if that's where he got this idea of theft. Uh, certainly, yeah, lady luck in that in that regard. So, I think you could I think you could make a case for that. I think, um, but here's what a pushback would be: Well, I'm not stealing because when I'm go when I go to the casino or when I go, everyone's agreeing to risk this money, right? Everybody's agreeing to risk this money, so it's not me taking something that doesn't belong to me. Uh, we, we've all signed up for the risk, right? We're all put the $20 in. We all put the $5 on the table, $50, whatever it is. So this isn't necessarily stealing. Um, this is, we're all, um, we've all agreed ahead of time yeah. for this amount of risk, right? And, and whether that's $5 or $100,000, because I know yeah. like Dana White, Dana White, the president of the UFC, He's banned from a lot of different casinos in Las Vegas because he'll walk in and throw down $100,000, $250,000 on one game of wow. something. I can't remember if it's craps or what. And then he'll, he'll win a lot of times, and then he'll just walk out. Mm-hmm. And they've banned him. Why? Now, this is interesting. Why have they banned him? And this is, what I want, this is part of what I want to get to. Because the industry, <clears throat> the industry of gambling is immoral. Mm-hmm. Okay? The industry of gambling is immoral. Because they're not making a lot of money off him, of course. <laughs> well, yeah. So he, 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 he can cheat the system. Right, he know, yeah. He's smart enough to cheat the system, mm-hmm. and he's not playing $5 rounds. Right. He's, he'll come in there and drop big dollars, yeah. right? <clears throat> and he's smart with it, mm-hmm. with it. And he's okay with that risk because he's a billionaire, right? <clears throat> but, I, but I guess, too, to play like devil's advocate a little bit here is... Hold on. Before you oh, do that, okay, I, okay. I got to build this out. Go ahead. This is why I say the, the industry is immoral. First off, many times... Lot the lotto mm-hmm. and much mu- and slots and uh, m- the majority of gambling has been called a tax on either people who are bad at math, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. right, or a tax on the poor, mm-hmm. or I hate to say this one, a tax on the stupid or the mm-hmm. ignorant, okay? Because statistically, you are going to lose. There's a reason why you don't see rundown casinos very often, right? Right. Because they win. The house always wins, mm-hmm. right? They're there to take your money. And they have set up the whole system in an immoral way yeah. to play off of your desires, to, to give you free booze and free drinks and free food and... <laughs> free hotel me, rooms. Free hotel rooms. Yeah. And to keep you gambling and to have lights and flashes and buzzers that, that trigger things in your brain, that release dopamine, that keep you playing all night long, that people will literally um, defecate themselves sitting at it, pulling the slots. Mm, yeah. mm. And my wife used to work at a bank um, before we had kids, and she would watch people, people's accounts, because she had to, people that went overdraft, you know, they had to send them overdraft fees. And she would watch them at the casino. 
$50 withdrawal, $50 withdrawal, $50 withdrawal, $50 withdrawal. Mm. And those people no doubt did what many people do. Okay, I'm going to go in and I've got $50 to spend or I've got $20 to spend. And when I, when I lose it, I'm done. And they're going to walk away. Except they get in there, they lose it in five minutes. And they're like, well, all right, one more time, I'm going to win it back. And then they end up losing their money, losing Mm -hmm. their house. This is a real deal. My neighbor, in my first house that Man and I bought, my neighbor was a gambling addict and his house was completely run down. He had, I literally saw raccoons living in his attic. Hmm. I mean, it was a complete dump, but he was gold status at the casino, got all the free rooms and all this Mm. kind of stuff, and he couldn't stop doing it. So it's rigged. It's rigged, right? Let's just say it. It's rigged to to beat uh, to beat you and to steal your money. And people that are less educated or you know bad at math or, or more ignorant or just just poor and just ho- looking for a way out of their poverty, they they are the ones being taken advantage of, mm-hmm. right? So you might be wise and you go in with let's just say twenty dollars and what's the difference? I'm going to go spend twenty dollars at the baseball game versus twenty dollars at the casino. Well, I understand why you would say that, and I have done that. I'll be honest. I've done that. I've only been to a casino twice, and that's what I did. One time I walked in with 20, I won 80, and I was done. And I was like, well, that's kind of awesome. Yeah. The next time I went in, I walked in with 20, and I walked out about seven minutes later. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> they took it all. It's gone. They took it all, and I've never been back. So that was my mentality. Hey, I'm going to spend 20 bucks. If I go to the movies, I'm going to spend 20 bucks. So I'm yeah. going to spend 20 bucks, but... In that regard, I have an incredible amount of self-discipline. Like mm-hmm. I, I, well, or self-discipline or just I'm too cheap. I, I like mm-hmm. my money and I don't want to waste yeah. it playing yeah, a game, you know. But m- most people don't do that, mm-hmm. right? If you're there going there with your buddies, you're there for three to four hours. So if you lose that 20 bucks, most of the time you're going to go back to the, there's a reason they got an ATM machine right there. Yeah. You can go back and swipe that card and, and, and get more, right? So really, we're getting down to we're getting down to the. I mean, I, I like what you're getting at here, and that is that we're we're we we've been kind of initially batting around individually what the issue is with us in terms of what Scripture says to us individually. But you're actually saying the industry itself is where we're is set up in such a way to. Um, take advantage mm-hmm. of the weakness of humanity, of the, really of our brokenness mm-hmm. of our humanity. So what are we doing in there? We're trying to, there's this void. We got a void. So what do we do? We, we go and try to fill that void with something that will entertain us, something that will distract us maybe from uh, our, whatever's going on in our lives. And they are taking advantage of that brokenness in us to take, to really to steal our money from us. So yeah, yeah. It, it really is coming down to the industry is what we're, we're yeah. Well, I would say the industry. Yes, I think the industry is clearly sinful, and takes advantage of the poor, and is set against. It, it's they're winning, right? Yeah. They're winning, and so it it makes it both an unwise investment and also potentially immoral because of um, you're contributing yeah to someone's. To someone's demise, demise right? yeah. to someone's right. demise. Like right. you're getting that free drink, that free pop, because they're stealing the money of the poor. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would say that that yeah. would make it that would make it immoral. Yep. That would yeah. make it immoral. Okay. Now, um, there's other issues with it as well. So, we'll talk about slot machines. We talk about these 
little mini casinos that are all over Illinois. Yeah. Um, I don't see those in Pleasant Valley. Yeah. Now tell me why they're not in Pleasant Valley. Right? Not even that. I don't see them in the wealthy neighborhoods in, in, in Moline. You don't see liquor stores either. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, more and more you kind of are. More and more you kind of are, but not as, not as much. Um, because you're seeing the little stores on the, you know, even High V, right? High V's and everybody's got liquor stores now. Mm. But, but 20 years ago, you're right. Um, but these little gambling shops, why are they in impoverished neighborhoods? Because mm. they prey on the weak. They prey on the weak. They're there to take advantage of the poor, the ignorant, those mm. who look, they're wanting a, a, a quick way out. Mm. Like if you got $20 in your pocket and you got a $400 rent due, right? And it's on Friday and it's Friday and you got $20 to your name. And you got a four hundred dollar rent, and you only got twenty bucks. You many many people will just walk to the walk to the slot machine and yeah. try their luck with that twenty bucks because mm-hmm. twenty bucks don't pay my rent. So I'm gonna go and yeah. I'm gonna try my luck, right? And they'll gladly s- s- take that person's mm-hmm. last twenty dollars, right? And make them worse off. Mm-hmm. So again, the industry is set against support. Now we see these big numbers, this, and this is what makes me so frustrated because now the state gets involved. And is the Powerball federal or is the Powerball state? I don't know. I, I, guys, I, I, I don't know. I believe it's federal because it's throughout the United okay. States. Yeah, it does so seem to be national. Yeah. That's right. It's a national. Right. And again, a tax on people who are bad at math. Yeah. A tax on people who are bad. Now think about this. How much tax does the government get from us? Enough. More yeah. than enough. More than enough. Some people 50%. <laughs> Too much. Yeah. yeah, most of us 50%. Too much. Too much. But so what do they do? Oh, they'll t- they give us a Powerball. So they can take more of our tax dollars or more of our money in, in, a, in a separate tax. All Why? Because what if I win that billion yeah. dollars? What if? What if? Yeah. Justin, you know what kind of church we could build? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do, actually. I've been thinking about it. So, um, so that, again, that, it's, it's, a tax on, yeah. it's a tax on people who are bad at math. But I, I just think a lot mm-hmm. of people are probably, just, you know, probably wondering, like, okay, like, you know, some people buy bourbon. You know, mm-hmm. some people, you know, buy oh, shoes. Who's that kind of person? Who are you calling out right now, bro? <laughs> hey, some people buy shoes. I said, I call myself out, right? Um, but the thing is, like, um, it's just like enjoyment, right? It's, you know, I got a little bit of extra money. Like, uh, I would like to enjoy this. And for some people, it could be, you know, playing a game, playing Texas Hold'em with some buddies or, sure. you know, going to the casino. Like, yep. so, you know, what's, or, or even buying, you know, the alcohol, going to, you know, and you're actually, um, there's some people that are alcoholics, and you're kind yeah. of pushing that agenda as well. So first off, other than the industry piece, mm-hmm. everything that we've said applies to bourbon, applies mm-hmm. to yeah. cigars, applies to clothes, mm-hmm. yeah. applies to video games, applies yeah. to anything. Yeah. Um, if you are not using self-control, mm-hmm. then you're sinning. Yeah. If you are coveting, mm-hmm. you're sinning. Yeah. Right. If you are, um, so here's another one. The, the Proverbs tells us a wise man or a righteous man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you go to the casino and you spend a hundred dollars, if you would have invested that a hundred dollars, what could you have given your grandkids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bonds that saved up and <laughs> before you know it is about 10,000 to a hundred thousand. Yeah, right. Right. Like you could give them, you could give them stocks. You could maybe, yeah. right. Like that. So if we're thinking of ourselves as stewards, 
with a responsibility not just to ourselves and our own personal enjoyment, but to our children and to our grand grandkids, it would make us um, maybe a little slower to go out and just blow that hundred dollars. Yeah. Right now, listen, and I I do think there is a difference between the person who throws twenty dollars in to play a game of blackjack with his buddies, yeah, once every six months, mm-hmm. than a person who does it every night. Yeah, because you got oh yeah we got we got online ga- poker we got yeah. online gambling that you mm, can yeah, do now. It's going crazy. That, yeah. that Everything's at your fingertips. Yeah. yeah, and so what what are we what are we what are we really talking about? Because you could say oh I only play I only play you know blackjack once a month, but then I go to the casino once a month and then I bet on ga- I bet on sports once a month and then mm-hmm. I bet on final f- and then really what I'm doing if you add it all up is I'm I'm losing four hundred bucks a month. Mm. Yeah. $400 a month. Like, okay, I, any person like that, I would say, I think you clearly have a problem. I think this has clearly reached the point of sin. Yeah. And you are wasting your either kids or your grandkids' inheritance. Um, that money could be given to the church, obviously, yeah. to further God's kingdom. That money could be saved for your kids, given to the poor. There's a lot. Like, yeah. we're, we are responsible for doing these things. And so I think there is clearly a point where you are being wasteful mm-hmm. or indulgent. Yeah. Right? Just just indulgent. Now, that can be done with bourbon, that can be done with shoes, that can be done with with anything, yeah. right? But again, we are called to be wise stewards. Yeah. So why is it that uh, you know, gambling and like alcohol things like that are, you know, some of the higher things that people look at are like, oh, that's it's it's almost frowned upon, right? And I, you, I I think rightly so. It should be frowned upon mm-hmm. kind of because they are very addictive, mm-hmm. um, and and specifically for um, the poor mm-hmm. and yep. and certain personalities. And this is why, when you though some some gifts are only meant to be given to the mature mm-hmm. and to those who've already gotten self control. Yeah. Right. And so, if you lack self control, you don't give somebody that lacks self control a firearm. You don't give somebody who lacks self-control a weapon or even alcohol or, you know, you can hardly even give them freedom. Yeah. yeah. You know, like freedom is a gift that really is, is, is only, should only be given to those who already have self-control because with your freedom, you can kill yourself. With your freedom, you can kill other people. With your freedom, you can do horrible things with it, right? Yeah. So it's a gift that necessitates the, the prerequisite of, of having self-control and really godliness, right? Yeah. And so... If you lack self-control and you give somebody alcohol, immediately they can lose their motivation for hard work, for industry, for loving their family, loving, loving the, you know, the things of God, mm. and they can become a drunkard. And the Bible condemns drunkenness. Yeah. The, the Bible condemns um, any addiction of any kind. The, Bi- the Bible yeah. condemns. Like We are to be free people, right? Mm-hmm. And addiction is the same way, man. It's, it's such a cycle of... Um, you know, you, you gamble a little bit. It's fun. You get some endorphins that go off and in your brain. You lose some money. Ooh, and then you get fear. And then how am I going to get this money back? And then many times you go back to the same thing that caused your problem to alleviate your problem. So yeah. you think gambling got me into this, but gambling is going to get me out of this. Mm-hmm. Because now how am I supposed to make $1,000? Yeah. Like if I, there's no other way for me. To, I mean, a person that doesn't have either a high paying job or a way to go out and build something or make something and, and make this extra money quickly. Yeah. The only way for me to make a thousand dollars this week is 
to gamble. Yeah. Right. And again, these also these industries. There's a reason these industries have underground black market, um, mm-hmm. ugly side of things, mm, right? Yeah. Because mm. obviously the government gets involved and the government tries to regulate it a little bit because j- not out of any altruistic motives, but because they just want a piece of the pie, yep. right? Yeah, for sure. But other gamblers, other dealers, they know, well, hey, I can, I, I'll, I'll charge them less than the government and, I, and then there's black market mm-hmm. poker rings and there's, there's all kind of things. And, and you get all kind of seedy, uh, you know, scary situations, loan sharks, um, use, what's called, the Bible calls usury, they start exacting exorbitant interest from you. They start mm-hmm. saying things like, I'm going to you know, beat you up if you don't pay this, or whatever, yeah. you know, all, all this kind of stuff. So Bookies. Bookies, yeah, yeah. bookies. I mean, this mm-hmm. is the mafia, organized yeah. crime. This is like what it, what it, was, what it was around, right? Uh, and the, uh, the good old government steps in to make it legit. Yeah, no, they just got, they got their hands in one side of your pocket, taking yeah. your taxes, and they put the hands in the other side of your pocket yeah. now, trying to you know, tax your quote-unquote entertainment. So it gets a bad rap, rightly so, mm. because it's dangerous enough that it should not be undertaken by people who lack self-control. Yeah. Right? And, and by and large, it's not a wise practice. So what are we asking, you know, kind of maybe, maybe bottom line, when somebody has an opportunity to gamble, what are we asking them to consider? You know, what would maybe be some things we would want to say, hey, you need to be thinking about this, you need to be thinking about this, you need to be thinking about this, you need to be thinking about this. I think we can kind of, I think we've said it already, but maybe if we could kind of come up with three, four things that kind of a grid to, yeah. to walk people through. Probably the first thing we would say is we, we talked about motive, so we'd have to ask ourselves, what, what is your motive? I think Where's I'd your heart? I think I'd back it up. I, th- I think I'd back it up even farther. Oh, okay. I think I would say, who am I? Yeah. Like we've already talked about, I, I am a steward mm-hmm. of God's resources. Okay. okay? Right. What has God called me to do with my resources? Right. 10% he's called me to give to the church. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right off the top, 10%. Are you doing that? If the answer is no, then gambling's a sin. Right. Full stop. Mm-hmm. If you're not, the gambling's a sin mm-hmm. because you're st- you're robbing God. Mm-hmm. Like Malachi chapter three, we, we talked about that on Sunday. You're literally stealing from God in order to go uh, play play poker or do whatever what you're doing. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you're not yeah, tithing, good. if you're not that's tithing, boom, you're that's it's for, it's a sin. Full stop. Secondly, are you being generous in your offerings? To, I'm just going to say your Christian community, your neighbors, your Christian community. Yeah. Are you being generous? Um, and I'll just leave it. And if you're not being generous, it, I'd say, again, it's a sin, yeah. full stop. So Third thing I would say, are you honoring the Lord uh, with your time? So are you being industrious? Mm-hmm. Are you a hard worker? Are you saving your money? I'm, do you have a budget? Are you, um, um, what's you, the, you have saving for your kids. I mean, I talked about scripture where, you know, leaving abundance for your kids as yes, well. Yes. Um, and so just, are you being a good steward of your resources? You've got a budget, you're saving for your, your kids. Um, you're saving maybe for your grandkids. Are you doing that? All right. If you're not, then gambling's a sin. Yeah. You should not be wasting $20 even on, you know, the final four. Mm-hmm. You, you shouldn't be doing it. You should be investing that money. You should be being a, a wise steward. Um, three, 
are are you de- have you developed or are you developing the spiritual the Christian spiritual fruit of content contentedness or mm. contentment mm. contentment mm-hmm. because again that that's going to get to that what's driving you to go out and gamble yeah are you are you lacking something you feel like you're lacking something in your life you yeah. need a little some people they go because they they want their heart rate to go up yeah. they want that adrenaline they want that fear they want that and it, it, if you're not content in, in Christ, then you shouldn't be going to the casino. Then you shouldn't be doing these things, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I would say that. Man, with those, I don't see. I don't think no one's going to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's gambling. I don't think anyone's playing Texas uh, Texas Hold'em or uh, uh, Final Four. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, it's you know, it it's once you really start thinking about it, it yeah, it starts opening your eyes a little bit. Right? You know, but I, but I actually like those four that you gave there because it's it's causing us to think. Um, it's not so much. It's causing us to think positively. I would say. I think it's 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 asking the question of what are we really being fruitful where we need to be fruitful yeah. and really um, seeing good things come out of the resource yeah. that God has given to us. And if we are, then you know, then maybe then maybe we're there. But I, I just. Instead of always, you know, we tend to go at these things in such a negative way where well, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do this. And we're actually we're saying, no, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this. That's what we're saying. Yeah. We should be industrious individuals. We should be giving to our church. We should be being generous to other people. We should mm-hmm. be investing for the, the future, having a legacy. Or, for our, I mean, these are great things for yeah. us to be pressing forward. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just doing those things is going to be satisfying. And, yeah. uh, and obviously... Pressing for the crisis, our greatest contentment. That's uh, these are all really very positive things yeah. to be ran, running towards rather than running away from yeah. this. And 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 think about, you know, when that hundred dollars <throat> goes to your church, who is their goal is to make disciples, plant churches, and renew the city. Yeah, you're making an investment in the kingdom of God. Yeah. when that hundred dollars goes to that casino, yeah. you're making an investment in the. I'm going to say the, the kingdom of Satan, yeah. like the kingdom of man at best. Right, but the kingdom of Satan because they're robbing the poor. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, think about think about that. Maybe just I'm not going to give my money to people who are stealing from the poor, mm-hmm. even though yeah they're offering me something fun and a little titillating at the time, a little exciting at the time. But no, they're actually robbing from the poor. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so question before uh-huh. you before you move on. So does this kind of like fall into the category of a uh, open handed, or is it? completely sin and I know you talked about at the beginning that we weren't going to name that but like does it fall into that category of open handed no it's not going to be just blanket open handed and, and okay. honestly the elders are no longer using yeah. that terminology uh, just open handed mm-hmm. we are working on something that we're going to release to a church soon that's got different tiers yeah um, things that the bible are really clear on and then it's going to work its way down and then tier number four would be we consider open handed mm-hmm. um, but this is not an open handed issue because so if a person is is gambling and they're and they're um they have a they have an addiction. Yeah. They're in sin and the elders if the elders find out about it when we're made aware of it, we will confront that person and put that person under church discipline. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Because we're loving their wife, we're loving their family and that person's squandering not only God's wealth but also their families and mm-hmm. he's, and the person that doesn't provide for their family is worse than an unbeliever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so this isn't just a simple open-handed issue. Right. Right. <clears throat> uh, good question. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Um, now, this is interesting because the Westminster Confession. We've went through. We went through the Westminster Shorter Catechism, 
uh, on this on this podcast last year, but the Westminster Longer um, Catechism, under uh, the Ten Commandments section, it says, uh, "What is the eighth commandment?" And the eighth commandment is, "Thou shalt not steal." Mm-hmm. Now listen to this question one forty one. What are the duties required in the eighth commandment? <clears throat> The duties required in the Eighth Commandment are truth, faithfulness, and justice in contracts and commerce between men and women. Rendering to everyone is due. Restitution of goods unlawfully detained from the right owners thereof. We talked about that in Nehemiah 5 this last Sunday. Giving and lending freely according to our abilities and the necessity of others. Moderation of our judgments, wills, and affections concerning worldly goods a provident care and study to get, keep, use, and dispose these things which are necessary and convenient for the sustenance of our nature and suitable to our condition, a lawful calling and diligence in it, frugality, avoiding unnecessary lawsuits, and suretyship or other like engagements in any endeavor by all just and lawful means to procure, preserve, and further the wealth and outward estate of others as well as our own. So first off, it's the positive. Thou shalt not steal means we need to work hard mm-hmm. for, to get what we want, to get what we want. We need to be diligent. We need to use moderation, self-control, all these different things. But listen, question 142. What are the sins forbidden in the Eighth Commandment? The sins forbidden in the Eighth Commandment, besides the neglect of the duties required, are theft, robbery, man-stealing, and receiving anything that is stolen, fraudulent dealing, false weights and measures, removing landmarks, injustice and unfaithfulness in contracts between man and man or in matters of trust, oppression, extortion, usury, bribery, vexatious lawsuits, unjust enclosures and depredation, engrossing commodities to enhance the price, unlawful calling, callings, and all other unjust or sinful ways of taking or withholding from our neighbor what belongs to him, or of enriching ourselves, covetousness, inordinate prizing and affecting worldly goods, distrustful and distracting cares and studies in getting, keeping, and using them, envying at the prosperity of others, and likewise idleness, prodigality, listen, wasteful gaming, and all other ways whereby we do unduly prejudice our own outward estate and defrauding ourselves of the due use and comfort of that estate which God hath given us. Hmm. Wasteful gaming mm-hmm. is gambling. Mm. Yeah. Okay? So the Westminster Confession says wasteful gaming, gambling, is forbidden in the Eighth Commandment. Listen to what he's saying. It's stealing from ourselves. It's stealing from our estate. It's stealing from our children. Right? Because we're not using it, uh, using the, the resources God's given us uh, in, a, in a wisely, in a positive way. Mm. So, mm, where, where are we at? <laughs> I mean, uh, well, we you, said at the beginning we weren't going to say yes <laughs> or no. <laughs> are you telling me but I made a pretty good case? <laughs> but we're leaning real close to being, mm-hmm. yes, it's a sin, without saying it is a sin. <laughs> There's well, a lot okay. to consider. Yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch to consider. There's a lot here. to consider. And um, I, so <clears throat> there are some things, obviously, we're going to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, oh, yeah, it's a sin. Clearly, absolutely. it's a sin. Yeah. There's a lot of situations where we're clearly going to say it's a sin. Now, the, the area where I'm, what I would say, so we got that. You know, 
you can't pay your house payment because you're gambling, we're going to say clearly that's a sin, right? Now, if you're betting $5 on a game of poker with your buddies in the garage, I'm going to say clearly that is not a sin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right? That is not a sin. But now, again, that can change really quickly. If it's every night, if it's just like alcohol, you know what I mean? You, You have... You know, one beer a night, I'm not going to say that's a problem. But if you start having three beers a night, six beers a night, yes, you've got a problem. Yeah. Something, you know, something, something's got to change. You're, and you're, you're losing self-control. So gambling is something that all, I'm going to tell, say this, all young people should avoid gambling. Mm-hmm. All young people should avoid, actually, it's illegal until you're 18, I think, yep. right? Yep. But even after 21. you're 18... 21, is it 21? Yeah, even after you're 21, if you don't have a house, if you don't have a retirement account, if you're not saving, if you're not investing, all those things, like, stay away from gambling. It's a a waste of your money. You're going to get more enjoyment out of the baseball game or even the movie than you are about going to the casino. Yeah, Yeah, the beauty of this is I think I would even say the the guys who get together for $5 poker night, it's not a bad spot to say, you know, to ask yourself as you're entering into that place, Am I giving to the Lord first? I mean, it, yeah. we can use even these ordinary, entertaining moments to just ask ourselves, check real quick. Hmm, am I am I being obedient to God? Mm-hmm. You know, in, in these things. So you know, it's yeah, a good yeah. it's a good stop to it's a good even moment to, to check ourselves. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. All right. Um, so hopefully we uh, we answered this brother's question today, and at least we give you some categories to think through it. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it'll help you make wise decisions in the future because we want to be good stewards of the money that God's given us and we want to build something here in the Quad Cities, right? And we're not um, we're not going to be able to build anything if we're if we're just wasting our money. Yeah. Right? On on silly things and and investing basically in industries that are uh, promoting not the flourishing of our city. They're not trying to renew our city. Mm-hmm. They're trying to destroy our city, right? right? Mm-hmm. By preying on the weak and the poor. Yeah. All right. So hopefully we answered that for you. If you've got any more questions, please email us. And guys, I'm glad that people are listening to the podcast. I'm glad they're asking these um, difficult questions. And we're going to the scriptures, and uh, and we're going to help help you think through them. And it's it's so. If you would go back a hundred years, the majority of people in our society would would have said gambling is a sin. And here we are, hundred years later, and we're like, I don't really know. I don't really. And and look at the state of our society, Mm. right? And so uh, I, think, I think we need to go back to the old ways and the old paths and uh, pursue wisdom. So hopefully this helped you. If you got any more questions, email me at justindean at sacredcitychurch.com. We love you. We're praying for you. God bless you.